It's a daily talk show, everyone. Episode 50... 50? 60, 80... What are we, 50, 60? What are we up to? 70? 70. Something. We're up to 70. Fuck, we always turn on the microphone. We've literally blanked. We've got this far because we've got here so quickly. We're 77 because I don't remember saying 77. Well, we're 77. What is up, people? Yeah, it's uh, we're currently at Tommy's uh, office. Yeah, there's a bit going on here today. So, uh, mm-hmm. a few drills happening. So, if you hear any... Uh, Not like fire drills, as no. in like people with machinery. How annoying are those when you work for big businesses? Yeah. Those fucking fire drills. All right, everyone, the fire warden, let's do this. It's just a safety drill. I was in a hospital the other day filming and the receptionist, the fire alarm went off and she wasn't getting up and she was like, oh, you'll be right. What was, what happened? Like the fire alarm fucking went off and she just was making the call as if like, ah, oh, this happens a bit. So don't bother. I was like, nah, you guys can all die, but I'm... Mate, you had I'm your iPhone out. You were fucking, all right, guys, it's Josh Jansen yeah. here. I'm, I'm covering the fire. <laughs> no, that's me. I've done um, that too. Just on that, pulling phones out. Have mm-hmm. I told you about, uh, I saw a woman get hit by a car? No. I haven't told you. So I've been wondering, <laughs> here's the thing, right? I hold off on telling you interesting things that are happening in my life but then I forget to tell you them on the podcast because I'm saving them for the podcast and then I just don't fucking bring them it's like I find chocolate months later that Bree's hidden that she forgot where she hid sort of that type of thing yes okay so you saw a lady get hit by a car yes I was at um, uh, South Wharf parked and was walking and just heard this it was so fucking loud it sounded like a car accident like two cars colliding and I looked over and I saw, it must have, I, the sound and then I must have like got a fright and looked really quickly because I looked over and the woman was still a slightly airborne and she had just got T-bone. So like she was going across an intersection. Yeah. She had, must have had the lights, like the, the walk person. She was on her bike and she just got cleaned up by a cab, a silver Fuck. cab. And... Today's just, episode brought to you by Silver Cab. We're announcing we're doing <laughs> we're doing promos. No, Silver Cab. So, Silver no, Cab. and so so here's what happened. She's just going down and hit the ground, and she she wasn't unconscious, which was good. She was like so. You just, went over there? No, it was, it was thirty meters from me. Okay, there was too many people over there. Yeah, but what I did notice was heard she was like oh and the cab driver jumping out helping and this fucking moron had his phone out oh. and was abusing the cab driver you fucking idiot and was like holding the camera in his face and i i thought instantly i was like this jerk has pulled out his phone because he thinks the cab's cab driver's going to do a fucking yeah uh, a dodgy yeah and I, and I get him trying to sort of make sure he's uh, recording the moment. Mm-hmm. But this poor cab driver was trying to help this woman. He moved the bike off the road. He was down trying to help her. And he's this asshole in his Lycra just holding his phone, abusing the cab driver. Yeah, that's right. He really, didn't give a shit about the girl on the ground. Yeah, that's really gross, like, isn't it? I, I, you know me. I fucking film everything. Yeah. But I feel like you draw the line when something serious happens not like a fire. <laughs> the fire no video died. I made, no one was in the house, so I thought it was quite good. Yeah. Um, good content. But not 
abusing. I reckon if I was to summarize it like you do, mm-hmm. uh, pick it apart. He was projecting. <laughs> no, I reckon he was like thinking, okay, here's this cab driver of you know, uh, a nationality that could be quite dodgy and he's like trying to catch this guy out. There was those vibes of like, he, this guy's like fucked up. It was he almost like racist. It was almost it was, like a racist I, I, I totally reckon it was. Yeah. And he, he just seemed like an arsehole. Anyway, the Ambos came. I reckon she'd be fine. She was as white as a ghost. Shock. Anyway, that was my um, character story. It was fucking, it's pretty eerie. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Oh, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty loose when it comes to crossing roads. Uh, Bree will stop. Like if if I'm walking and I have right of way, mm. I'll cross. I rec- I'm sort of like you know what. I'm. All, it's almost like I'm fucking asking for. It. Come on, idiots! Like hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Bree will, if she sees a car coming that's going a bit quick, she'll like. And we're at a um. Zebra crossing where cars are meant to give way, oh, she'll yeah. stop. Whereas I've like had cars slam on their brakes because I'm like, oi, fuck with. Just because like the faster you go, the quicker yeah. I'm going to jump out. You know, I was talking to Tommy D, who yeah. we're going to have on the podcast, my mm-hmm. mate, Primal, yeah. Tom Primal. Anyway, we were talking this morning at the gym about, and I told him the story about the car accident. Yeah. And he was saying, yeah, I fucking noticed heaps of cyclists now wearing gopros and stuff and he said what i what his take on it was not oh that's cool it was they're wearing them to catch somebody yeah and i think it's like cctv cameras in cars the Mm -hmm. dashboard cameras dash cams it's now a thing to catch somebody so the the reason i thought of that was you it's almost like i get that feeling i walk out on the road don't you fucking dare motherfucker you fucking this is my walkway i've got four gopros on me (laughs) (laughs) just come on fucking hit me fucking hit me but there's something in waiting to catch yeah yeah because you feel like yeah nah it's my fucking yeah i've got the right it's a pretty gross is it you know what i was literally thinking uh, on the drive here, I saw a, a cyclist who was sort of a, a casual cyclist and he was riding without holding the handlebars, just yeah. casually. And I had a self-reflective moment. Whenever I see anyone doing that, I hope there's a pothole. Like, I hope they <laughs> stack. And I think, like, maybe that's me projecting. Like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, why is it that I want him? I don't want it, like him to get seriously injured. I just want him to never let go of the handlebars again. <laughs> what and can you do it? No, no. I you, could you ride a it. bike and use no hands? I can barely ride a bike, let alone using like no way would I do that because it's just you've got bumps. If you get one fucking, it's just a dangerous thing yeah, to do. I get it. I get it. Do you not think about that? You don't think like if you saw a cyclist, not. No, man. I'm not thinking about. I hope this guy comes. What do you think? What do you think about when you see that? It depends on what. It, like, it doesn't even come into my mind. Oh, really? No. Because I, I do it. If it I'm on a bike, I, I usually rock in no hands. I like it. It's fun. Like you got to be confident rider to be doing that. Have you ever had any public stacks? Oh man, I was dro- I was on my bike. I've had a heap of public stacks because I used uh-huh. to go to the skate bowl. Uh-huh. I had this one time. Dropping into the bowl, the bowl's maybe two and a half meters high, probably the height of this wall. Yeah, two, two point eight. Yeah, the podcasters really appreciate the wall reference. I'm giving to yeah. It's, it's one of it. You're literally about to say I'm near a two meter wall. Yeah, we fucking get no, it. No, my office has a really cool wall that I yeah. built with uh, old pallets. Yeah, it's very cool. Anyway, it's about the size of that, and I dropped in, and my helmet 
was wonky and luckily it was wonky because I fell from the top to the fucking bottom and oh. I smashed the side of my face, but the helmet slid Flipped. down and, and protected my face. Fuck. And then another time I was riding down Chapel Street and I got caught on the fucking tram track yeah. and also I didn't have my helmet on and my knee went into my helmet because it was hanging on the bars. Yeah. And the, and so it's sort of like, you picture it like knee goes up, goes down into the helmet, uh-huh. rips me down as I've got my fucking thing caught in the, as I've got my wheel caught in the tram track and this car had to slam on its brakes behind me. I think that like there's more, it's more the embarrassing stuff around it. Like, Oh, but I was super embarrassed. Like yeah. I was in the, for that one, I was in the middle of the road. Yeah. And I nearly got ran over. Yeah. And all these people are like, what are you doing? Well, I nearly got hit by, I think I may have spoken about it on an early, early episode. Looked the wrong. Uh, Johnston Street near where I live. Mm. The fucking lanes change ways depending on the time of day. Looked the wrong way. Nearly got fucking taken out by a car. And I was just like, I was like fucking sweating. I just like, you feel, feel gross. Because you know, like, because you're a bit embarrassed too. Because you're... Person's had to put their horn on and slam on their brakes, yeah. and it's interesting seeing people in a moment where they do something like that, and you can see the reaction of embarrassment. Yeah, and it's like when you're walking along. I always do it. Amy gives me shit. I trip and I just turn it into a fucking little jog. Yeah, I. <laughs> I it's less embarrassing than seeming like a dickheaded trip. I tripped over twice last night filming at an Did event. You? They had lights on the. The, the ground like yeah. that was sort of pointing up to the photo wall and funnily like in th- a part of me was just like oh you know what I'm just going to act cool going to laugh laugh it off first time laughed about it the second time I'm like it's a fucking O-H- O-H&S issue <laughs> it's, like, it's fucking dangerous it's, you know, it's first bullshit. time I laugh and then the next time I'm getting fucking angry but I would say you're like um, I guess uh, the best way I'd describe is you would look like a giraffe trying to do parkour. Well, That's was, about your... I was also wearing my easy rig, which is like... <laughs> yeah, awkward. Giraffes are big and awkward. Yeah, You're big fuck. and a bit awkward. And then chuck a few obstacles in. It looked a bit weird. But <laughs> how about this? The other day, you know, you were talking about the... Um, you told off the guy who flicked a cigarette. Oh, yeah. You said he was gross or something. No. What did you say? <laughs> Even better, bro. I called him a grub. Grub, that's You're it. You're a grub. You're a fucking grub. <laughs> you grub, you rat. You fucking rat dog. Nah, anyway, it was just grub, no fuck. Um, and I uh, saw a guy flick his cigarette just on the ground mm. um, a week ago. I was walking with Bree and I was like, what the fuck? And I started like walking faster. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to say something. Bree's like, no, I don't. And I didn't because she's like, what are you going to, is that going to change his... Mind, and then it reminded me of um, the person who got wrote, knifed. <laughs> no, 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 the person who had a go at me for using a non-recyclable uh, cup, you know, uh, through the Instagram DMs, and I was like, you know what, I don't, I'm not that fucking guy. Like, it's do you hard. think though? Do you think it's my? My story that's encouraged. Yeah, you. it was. It was literally like, fuck. You know what? We're we're fucking. We're on a mission. We're gonna fucking stop these idiots. Yeah, because um, Charlie James's yeah. brother. Yeah, he told me after he heard our podcast where I told the story of the grub. Yeah, 
that he fucking wind down his window, went off at somebody for doing the same thing. I'm sh- I'm spreading the fucking the environmental love here. But the, is it environmental just- <laughs> love, or are we all on high alert for finding out if anyone does anything Isn't wrong? wrong. <laughs> Any opportunity to have a fucking good yell? Because that's yeah. what that cyclist with like that guy with, with the lycra filming. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially what he's doing. He's just fucking. He's hyped that you know I um. Uh, a few years ago I was working from home and there was a courier oh you told this story and he chucked out a bunch of rubbish grub yeah and so I managed I took a photo at the time of the rubbish on the ground and it happened to when I took the photo he chucked out more rubbish and so I had a live video because the the photo live fucking function on the iPhone so I basically created this animated gif of this guy in this truck chucking out rubbish. It was like an Oz poster. What was it? Yeah, it wasn't Oz poster. It was no, like, can we not defame people, please? It was, it was another company. I can't remember. The guy, I'm sure the guy. But you defame them in the moment, yeah. and you posted about it. Well, it's not defamation if it's true. Then I wasn't defaming them. Well, because but it wasn't Oz post. But I was just trying to get the facts out of you. Okay. Who the little bug was? Okay. Well, anyway, uh, let's they, won't get bogged down. I think there is a bit of that, but I think there's some things in life that you just shouldn't fucking do. And one of them is litter. Like yeah. it is a complete lack of thought for so who, if you don't pick it up, if you don't disregard it, yeah. the, in the, if you don't get rid of it in the right way, uh-huh. who the fuck's doing it? Some other poor bloke. Well, that's what the thing is with like um, dog shit and stuff. Like I think I've spoken about that with the seeing a guy guy's dog shit and then I sort of slowed down to see if he'd pick it up he ruffled his fucking bag and then as soon as I walked past he walked away so do you think I should do this or not there is a a dog shit problem going on in um, my apartment block because my apartment goes from one street and you can walk through yeah. To the car park at the back, which is another street. Yeah. And so people use it as a cut through mm-hmm. when they're going to the park. Yeah. And there's been some huge dog shits in the path uh-huh. that people are using as a cut through. And I see there's only two dogs. One's a small Jack Russell. Yeah. And the other's a big fucking Staffy. Yeah. And the old dude who walks it. And I was thinking, you, I, I haven't caught them red handed, so I can't pull one of them aside. But I thought, what about this? A sign yeah. that just says, like it's clearly for someone walking through, Yeah. if your dog shits, clean it up. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, I do worry that are we getting bogged down? Are these things important? Because I do enjoy, I like the idea of catching people out. Like, I don't know if you watched the latest, latest Casey Neistat no. video. He reviews a spy camera. It's a water bottle, fake water it. bottle. You've bought it, haven't you? No. Well, I was like, oh, geez, that would be fun to buy. And at the end, he's like, I don't know what sort of creep would need this device. <laughs> and you and like, oh, ejected it from yeah, the cart? Yeah, I was like, all right, I'll fucking, I won't, I won't buy it. No, it was, there's definitely, man, I've been down the rabbit hole of uh, a, a Instagram page of a doorbell 
that has a camera on it yeah. that is linked to Wi-Fi so it goes straight to your phone. You could use my Nest solution. Like I could give you that to use. But these could are built in. Oh, to, to get the... um To get the dog shit people. To catch them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think... Have you ever caught someone out? Well, we, we spoke about it the other day. Um, this is a problem with doing 77 episodes. We've talked about fucking everything. But the, um, the, the property managers... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I'm sure there's been other cases... You had my my uh, bike bike alarm stolen bike. Oh fuck! That, that was, was great. a um, that was a big one. But I do enjoy surveillance. I, we keep coming back to it because I'm so fucking into it. Are you going to close up shop with your production company and open up a? But do you think it's creepy? Can you work in surveillance and not be creepy? I don't. If it's the job, I don't think it's that creepy. But if you're self-employed, <laughs> <laughs> you just you just sort of well until you land your first contract, it's probably seen as a bit creepy. Yeah, it's it's like anything when you like before you've actually had a job on TV presenting, uh-huh. calling yourself a TV presenter. Well, you're not yeah. actually not a you're not a TV. But presenter. you're not. But if you're a TV presenter. You're not a creep just hanging around someone's like depends on the type of content you're presenting. <laughs> um, but no, I get it. I get it. It would be nice. I would like to have a a spy like a yeah. Do you know my mum has a friend who was in MI5? What is MI5? So like the um, English secret fucking spy agency. So it's like this a similar to a CIA. Yeah. But she couldn't ever talk about it. She, Mum would always be like, so what do you do? And they just actually sworn, they just don't talk about it whatsoever. Yeah. I've got my mate Nason. I feel like in another don't, life. When we're talking about creeps, don't bring up Nason. Don't no, be well, like that. Nason no, seems like a lovely guy. No, Nason, I feel like if he could have any occupation, I'd love him to be a mall cop. A mall cop. <laughs> because he's always, I feel like... A, I remember he he's always got stories around how he's nearly become a cop or how when he was working in East Timor, he was approached by like fucking the government to work for the federal police, like all these sort of like, he just loves anything that's a bit sort of cop related. And did he ever but take he's one never of the done any? No, he's never done any of Come it. Come on. So that's what like I sort of, um, yeah, I do imagine him sort of in a, in a uniform. Well, while we're on the topic... For anyone listening, if you have a contact, I'm sure we could dig into it. Yeah. Josh, you get a bit creepy and uh-huh. start digging around. But if you have a contact of someone, even just like the, the not like within the secret service, you know, that kind of shit. What's the coolest job in the world? Well, hey, let me get my plug out. So if you Everyone ha- knows what you're going to say. Email us, hi at thedailytalkshow.com yeah. if you yeah. know a spy. Yeah, but someone might have been distracted by okay. you just being impatient okay. about me getting out the plug. Okay, no, that was good. So, yeah, if you know anyone who was like, maybe even self-employed and have your own investigation business. Yeah. Give Josh some fucking pointers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, I guess you have to be registered. Maybe you do. This is the shit we want to find out. Li- uh, so, I've, I've bored myself with the um, the, <laughs> the job one. But I want to know, what sort of, have you got any licenses? What licenses? I was going through a time of obsession, obsessing about having different licenses for things. Mate, I've got my boat license. Go on. I My power watercraft license so I can drive a jet ski. Is, is that different to your boat license or have you just said the same you need, thing? It's an addition. 
Okay. So on different in, card. Nah, same, same card. License. Just has a PWC on it uh-huh. about watercraft. But anyway, that's about as. I think your interest is in people who have lots of licenses. You've got one, yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, well, I've got my car, but um, like I would love with uh, pyrotechnics license. Would love, um, yeah, just like just feeling like empowered to do anything. Like fly a plane. Fucking how good would it be to be a plane? Have a plane license? Actually driving the plane. Like it depends. Like I've I've got a. They're all my PT clients. One was a scientist, used to work for like Deep Heat, making the, the Denkera, like the Deep Heat, um, it's like Denkera. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, a, a gel that goes really hot. Mm-hmm. She was a scientist that worked on the formulas and shit for that. Oh, that's cool. Quit her job, became a pyrotechnician. Oh, that's cool. She was just super into it. Yeah. The thing is that it's less glamorous than what you think. Because I was going to do the whole pyrotechnician thing and then I got pyrotechnics on my year 12 film and saw like all these shit kickers basically like cabling and stuff like because you just like it doesn't matter what the weather is you've got to be fucking out there like wiring shit up. I mean I, what you can learn from that is every job has that. Has it, its shit bits. Has its shit bits and, and you've got to get through those shit bits to start with to yeah. get to the... The, the guy who sits behind the thing going, I'll just press the fucking red button. You guys have done all the work. This is the fun bit. Doosh. It would, no, it would be a... It would be uh, a but I think, why... So why didn't you stick at it? Why didn't you... What What was the... Oh, no, well, trying I to get a thought, lesson out of this. Yeah, no, I think the thing was, do I want it like if I was doing that day in, day out? So I want license that I can just pull. I don't want to be fucking flying a plane every day, but... If on like a Saturday, I feel like flying a plane, it'd be fucking great. Or how sick would it be? Just a mate's birthday being like, bro, I got your present. Come out here. 10 grand's worth of fireworks. Boom. <laughs> just like. <laughs> I think the thought of it is better than the reality yeah, of it. Absolutely. And it's like any of those things. The reason you do a pyrotechnics course, I would guess, is because the interest isn't there enough to do the shit. What about the drone stuff? How far along did you look at the getting a drone license? I, I looked at the amount. How much cost. was it? Three grand? Yeah, three and a half, four and a half thousand dollars. Yeah. The process is too annoying. And for me, I like flying a drone, but I don't like being fucking restricted on all this yeah. bullshit you well, have to go through. That's the whole thing is if you get a license, then you have to be responsible. You can't <laughs> yeah. say, I didn't know that the A380s come through this way. Yeah, yeah. A security guard can't just fly kick somebody and go, oh, I didn't know. That's a thing, isn't it? You can't. Well, if, the, if a security guard at a venue is also a fighter... It doesn't matter. Like you, you cannot do that. Or if it's like a, a fighter gets caught punching up somebody, uh-huh. it's like their job is a fighter. You fucking know difference. You know the difference between in a ring and but outside. But just quickly, the secu- I feel like I remember this, that if you're a security guard and if you like hit someone, you're in more trouble. Oh, than- fucking oath. But security guards hit people. Yeah. I've seen it. There was a massive racket with getting a security license. It was a company that opened up. So there's like all these people coming over to live in Australia Mm. and they were going up to Queensland to get their license Mm -hmm. and coming back down. Security license. Security license. Yeah. 
So they like this guy that it was like on a Karen affair and they looked into this dude and I was fascinated by it because he'd found this loophole where it's like if you run the courses out of Queensland, in Queensland you only need to do this and what you can do is go up and get your Queensland license, come down to Victoria and transition it. So like Victoria was strict, stricter or like the process was harder yeah. and longer. And so these people were coming to Australia going, fuck, let's just go just to Gold quick, Coast, get a quick license, and come back down to Melbourne and then I can work. I wonder, you know, that it, got, it gets me thinking about like people who move from overseas, move from a, a different country, you know, how they can't um, uh, necessarily work. In, in that field and all that sort of thing. You know, like say if you're a fucking doctor from one country oh, and yeah, then you yeah. fucking go and but, then you can't do it. Like it's yeah. super common, right? A lot of indicated, indicated educated Indians yeah. that come to Australia that are lawyers and bankers, uh, lawyers and doctors. And then they fuck, it's useless here. Yeah. It's fucked. Well, yeah, that's why I find like the taxi drivers are normally way smarter than I am. Like, you know, they've studied fucking engineering and shit. Yeah. So would you live, live overseas? Yes, it's um where it's it is such a big move that's why i'm always fucking so impressed when people i know go and move overseas yeah it fucking turn you is that my phone sorry mate that's getting notifications no i do love the idea of going overseas but is is it to the attraction in that versus maybe it's not productive the feeling for me america is i'd like to live in america i like co like Either New York, I mean, these are the places everyone would say, yeah. or the coast of California is unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy good. I guess you just look at places like San Francisco or London or any of these places, and it's like, unless you're doing really fucking well, unless you've got mm. an amazing job, it would be a hard life. Oh, <laughs> New York, especially. Yeah, but I don't know if the feeling when you're traveling. You know, you don't have much on. You just, you're yeah. just like taking it, everything, uh-huh. the smells, the sights. It's like feels great. I love, I love LA. And then, but that's very different going on holiday exactly. versus living there. When you start feeling, you know, you're tired, you're having to work late, you're fucking getting pumped. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. Australia, Melbourne for me feels like home. But I think I, I, I'm pretty good at making home wherever I go. Well, you've done Shepparton, which is, you know, regional Victoria, mm. two years. Yeah. Did and that I, feel like a home or did it feel all, always quite temporary? I definitely felt temporary, but I, I enjoyed it. I didn't feel homesick. I yeah. made my friends there. And so you do. I, I adapt. It, I, uh-huh. like, I like that. Yeah. I mean, fuck, you, you, like you haven't lived anywhere else. And you don't know until you do it, right? Yeah. It is a weird experience. And well, you might I feel love like, it and you might... Well, going, I think, from even like s- suburban Melbourne... <laughs> you made the, the big move. Well, yeah, like going, for, yeah. going from like fucking Berwick, you know, which is, you know, 45 minutes out. That's mm. what the people from Berwick will tell you. It's a fucking hour, okay? An hour out from the city yeah. versus going, you know, in a city. It feel like that felt like a big fucking jump. Yeah. But I do love the idea of just a big city and how like just being swallowed alive by it. I mean, the thing is you knew you knew Melbourne, it has a feel, even yeah. living out in the burbs, like coming in, you would have come in here as a kid. Yeah. Living in a place you've never really ever been yeah. is interesting. It yeah. feel it there's maybe it maybe it was about three months uh-huh. 
and then you're kind of feeling like you you get your drift. Like for me, I I, I say I download the map, mm-hmm. and like I I've got a vi- like a visual layout of the area that I'm in, and uh-huh. so when I start working it out, it's like you're downloading the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still haven't seen that film. <laughs> well, you just got a new up, uh, upgrade of um, I've just installed Bondi. Sure. GPS coordinates yeah, in my brain. True. Yeah, you sort of go through this process because it takes me like three or four times before I understand where I am somewhere. Like, yeah, and really not double, like second guessing. Yeah. I think that's the f- thing if traveling super uncomfortable mm. when because you're having to think about where the fuck you are. Well, imagine like I hear great things about Berlin but the big, biggest barrier to entry for me is the fucking... It's a different language. Yeah. Like speaking German. Put that on top of it. Like that would be hard. Yeah. Like actually, um, yeah, learning that skill. I, but I like the challenge. I like the idea of the challenge. But I mm-hmm. wonder... I don't feel like I could walk in, obviously, to the same sort of standing that I have here in regards to clients and shit like that. You're starting at the mm-hmm. fucking um, bottom. That's what even uh, my mate Till... Has experienced right. He's moved from Germany to England mm. to Melbourne, and every single time he's had to like create a new network. Same with my mate Nasan. Like we, him and I talk about it a lot as the the change tax. He's he talks about how many times he's had to fucking rebuy furniture, like and restart and fucking mm. do all the things that you need to do. Get your fucking utilities sorted, um, and there is that change tax extends to just like relationships. Mm. He can't be in a fucking uh, long-term relationship if he's moving all the time. Mm. So, um, yeah, but I do... So he has a long-term relationship? Not uh, not since his divorce uh, seven years ago, I was like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't joke about that one. Uh, poor, poor Nace. He's, he'll be fine. You know, I can. I feel like I can talk about him because even though he's one of my uh, best mates... He um too busy, he reckons, to listen to the fucking really? podcast. Really? That's the excuse? Well, too he's busy? just like, oh, man, it's so good that you're doing the podcast. I'm like, oh, have you listened? He's like, no. He's like, <laughs> oh, but I want to. Oh, man, I really... Fuck. Man, <laughs> what's the podcast called again? I'm like, the Daily Talk Show. He's like, yeah. Maybe once we do a thousand episodes, people will feel so much guilt, our friends, because yeah. I've got mates that haven't listened yet too, but they've talked to me about it. Yeah. And fuck, I really don't care if... My friends listen or not? Yeah, well, I was chatting to Rob because Ward. we've got Michelle. Yeah, exactly. We've got, okay, that's all we, we don't need. need anyone else. We got you, that's, Mish. That's all we need. Uh, I think it was Shell. Shell. Okay, Shell. okay. Shell. we got you, Shell. Uh, but the um, Rob Ward uh, from uh, Quadlock Fame and also Friend Fame. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he gave me an idea for a new name for the podcast, which is fucking annoying because changing up the name. We're seventy-seven episodes in. I've been SEOing this shit. I'm not changing the name. What is the really name? Good. I'm interested now. The Daily Tangent. The Daily Tangent. But I just don't think lots of people could spell tangent because not saying that you, our audience are fucking mate. No, oh, you just run the filter through me. Can you spell it? No. What tangent? T A N tan G E N T is it? Tangent? E N T or A N T. I don't know. It's one of those annoying words. Anyway, it's the daily talk show, everyone. Or the daily tangent if you ask Rob. Yeah, but um he was excited about the idea of a jingle. So Good. um we we've gotta gotta get on that now. Good. And my fucking quad lock's going strong, Robbie. It's um it's really, yeah. it's really good. We're gonna have, we'll have him on in the next week or so. So, uh, and if you've got any suggestions of guests too, nah, mate, they know what you're about to say. 
They know exactly what you're about to say. Email hi at the daily talk show.com. I was going to tell them to send a letter, P.O. Box 400, Abbott, to the Victoria 3067. Have a no, good one. No, but seriously, if you are a spy or anything, <laughs> we want you. All right, settle. <laughs>